And so I did originally when she said, you know, that's, you know, I want to divorce. I'm like, are you serious? Like, we have a code word to let us each other know when we're serious. And I'm like, one, two, three, four, are you serious? Are you dead? Like, and she was like, one, two, three, four, I'm serious. And I was like, wait, hold up. Okay, now we can talk. What's going on? Like, oh, now you want to talk. Divorce. <laughs> like, oh, okay, hold on. I want to talk. What's going on? <laughs> but yeah, I, it, what's up, everybody? And welcome to the Queerly Black Show. I'm your host, Ashley, and I'm so happy you came by. The Queerly Black Show aims to normalize the everyday existence of black LGBTQIA plus individuals through an interview style series with regular folks like you and me. So every week, a new guest shares their story and unique perspective on their existence as an LGBTQIA plus individual. Thank you for tuning in and make sure you subscribe, download, set your reminders to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Enjoy the show. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Queerly Black Show. I'm here with some very, very special guests. We got Jade and Kim, the couple that was married, divorced, and back together again. We love love on this side, so we are happy that you guys are together. Um, I'm going to give y'all the floor. I'm going to go ahead and let y'all introduce yourselves. Uh, Jade, I'm going to start with you, and then Kim, go ahead and follow her up. Okay. Hey, I'm Jade. (laughs) Hi, I'm Kim, I'm Kim, and that's my beautiful, lovely baby. How about that? Yeah, dope. Um, so just to just to get just to jump right in. So, um, you guys, I laid the groundwork for for your situation. So you guys are um a reconcile on the reconciled re- reconciling end of a of a marriage, right? Um, you guys were married, um, divorced, and together now. Um, and before we get into all of that. We got to start at the beginning because you're two women, <laughs> which means that you are part of the queer community um, hey. and you have a coming out story. So let's get into to, 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 to how we got here. Um, if you have one, if you don't have one, um, I, you know what? I, let's, let's talk about be it. The, be the judge for mine because I don't think I have one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was a late bloomer, meaning uh, up until I was about 29, 30, I had only dated men. So uh, when, when, when I think of a coming out story, I think of, hey, mom, hey, dad, sitting him down or, you know, uncle or aunt, I want to let you guys know that never happened for me. It was sincerely and, hey, my boo is coming over. My boo is a girl. See you when she gets here. That was it. <laughs> I love that. that. That's just what it was for me. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you would consider that a coming out story, but by that time I was, you know, well into my thirties and for the most part comfortable in my own skin and just all about me and if you accept me you do and if you don't la, you don't so at that point hey this is what it is i don't know if you're familiar with my family but my family's pretty open wow mother's hilarious exactly so bro she's the hilarious core. exactly so my family loves me regardless. they might not agree they might you know say some things when i'm not around which is best but um for the most part, it's all love. When when my spouse at the time came, it was love. We played, we did everything I would normally do when I come home. I didn't feel rejected. I felt loved. I felt supported, and that's what it was. So that's I don't dope. know if yeah. No, a, so for you your know, family, it was just like oh, whoever you know, Kim's bringing somebody over. It's all good. And, and no big girl, deal. So and hey, it's a girl. No big deal. How you doing, sweetheart? How you doing? I'm, I'm exactly. auntie so and so. But I had never <laughs> brought any of my previous spouses, even though we were men. I, they had never been introduced to my family okay. ever. So this was the first, not only boo, but this boo actually happened to be a woman. So 
I don't know if that counts as a coming out story. So none of so none of the men, um, you know, they didn't hit the mark to 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 be bad no. at the family cookout. No, <laughs> no. I was in that young and you know dumb stage where I was okay with doing all these girlfriend things for somebody who's not my boyfriend and so on and so forth. But that's a whole nother story, a whole nother I got episode. It. Let's not even get into it. What about you, Jake? Mine was just as exciting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my mom said she knew when I was about five. So me telling her was kind of like, okay. Um, my dad, on the other hand, um, I don't, I never had the conversation, but it was something that he was aware of. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, it was kind of like, when you see her, you see me, that's who it is. It was just, it wasn't like this whole to do. It wasn't like, mm-hmm. you know, this is, I'm transitioning into this, this kind of, you know, this, this person that you see me with, this is how they're going to look. None of that. It was just, this is who I'm with. Got it. So let's go back to how y'all met when it was, it was love. Jay was stalking Kim on IG. He was definitely stalking me. Um, you put the key under the door. She could have been a serial killer. Yeah. Rolled up to the crib. And you know, you was just like, when you get here, just come on in. So let's go back to, um, when you guys met, what was different about the other one for you guys? She was way finer than I thought she was. Let me just be clear. She was way finer, way sexy. <laughs> she had this grown woman essence about her that I just loved. And I don't even think at that time she didn't she didn't even recognize that she had it. She's full aware now, let's be clear. But at that time, she she was just, she had this essence. This just when you think of black girl magic, just as cliche and crazy as that sounds, that's what I got. Mm-hmm. It just was grown woman, sexy, what's up? Ugh. Sign me up. Sign me up. Sign me up. Oh, that's what it. I remember the most. For me, it was her confidence. Like she lit up a room. It was just like, and she was so secure. She is so secure in who she is. And like she does not waver for no matter who's around. And so it was just like, dang who are you? I want to know more. What's in, what's inside of that box? You know what I mean? And, that, and it just blossomed from there. Nice. And what was it? So like, cause you guys met on, um, IG, what was well, it? Or oh, go ahead. We met on, it was, yeah, dang, it was IG. I was about to say Snapchat. I stopped on Snapchat and then slid in. <laughs> That's what it was. That's what it was. <laughs> Please make sure you, you know, that we got she, it. I, I, we admitted I that you. she stopped. Okay, gonna, we'll, we'll have it on the record for the second thank time. Thank you. We'll put it put on, it the, on record. the record. We're going to put it on the record. <laughs> um, what, at the time, right? Because I know um, you're, you've both had just come out of relationships. How did you feel like each other, specifically you, Jay, because you're like, I'm going to take the, I'm, you were selling soap at the time and you were mm-hmm. selling, you had your business. Yeah. Um, and you took the soap tour, right? Papa Kelly, so, yes. <laughs> That's the name of the soap. Yep, yep, yep. Yes. Um, Ashley, I'm here for this research. I'm t- look, look, research. I got four pages worth of, you know what I'm saying? Who I know. I just, I just, I just, I just look at what the people put out, you know? All right, it's on, it's already on. out there. We just, we're going to talk about it. Um, <laughs> what was it about, what did you feel like was missing from like previous relationships that you felt like this relationship would be different, right? So when I when I when I say that, was it 
still in that phase of comparison because like you know you come out of a relationship it's like okay this is different because of x like my last person didn't do x mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah what did y'all what did y'all feel from each other in that way i'm gonna be honest i didn't like it but <laughs> i like like you Wait, know what, what I mean? did you like like i'm i'm gonna say what it is but it, it was the accountability factor that she had for myself mm-hmm. and I did not like it, but I liked it. You know what I mean? Mm. So it was like, I don't know, like, I don't know. I couldn't, not that I couldn't get my way, but it was just, That's it was, was. A, yeah, it was a challenge. <laughs> it was, and I still felt safe and it it still felt my home, like my homie. And it was all of that. And so it was like, as far as the compa- comparison um, factor, I think that's a natural thing. You know, it's something mm-hmm. fresh, it's something new. I'm coming out of it. And naturally I'm thinking about, who have I been this involved with in the past? Not necessarily my my direct um, ex, but you know anyone before that that had significant re- relevance in my life. And I did that in the beginning, but then after a while, you know, it, it, it's it's nothing to compare. She is it, so it's nothing to compare to. I think for me, it was uh, more so just the the friendship that we had, the fun we had together, the laughter. Um, she wasn't as open to being like she isn't as she wasn't as goofy as she is now but she I still saw a glimpse of it and I knew that one day we would be here where she's just a plum fool like she's the comedian in the relationship now I don't even have to be funny even though that's just naturally she just take take just takes over here baby here's the mic go ahead do it do scene so for me it was that it was also what was different for me was the attraction I was Admit, I was so strongly attracted to her. It was physical, emotional, mentally, uh, of course, sexually. And it I, I haven't, I will say, I haven't been as attracted to anyone ever as I am to her as a whole, all the way around. Not just because I'm definitely, one, I'm very physically attracted to her, very sexually attracted to her, that's given. But as a whole, just all the way around, I am very, very attracted to her more today than ever. So for me, I think that was the biggest, that was the biggest thing for me. And that was the biggest difference as well, because part of the reason my last relationship ended is me realizing, you know what, you're a good person, but I'm not in love. This is not for me. And so coming into something and, you know, you always think, okay, it's the beginning. Of course, you're still going to be, you know, you're going to be attracted to them, but it's four years later now. And like I said, I'm most attracted to her now. So for me, that was the biggest difference. Dope. So then um, in the relationship, I know, Kim, you're more of a, you're more, you're, you're blunt. You, you come out right with it. It's like, let's get straight to it. I identify yeah. with that. That's oh, how God. I'm like, look, let's I don't like, beat around not waste the time. Let's just get to what we got to get to and let's move Please. on. We got stuff to do today. Please. Um, oh, God. <laughs> We're here. <laughs> as Jacebs or T. <laughs> um, so you guys talk about um how jay tried to run from you um <laughs> and what were what what did specifically me it was just more so love it was from yeah so commitment or i don't know what words you would use i'll let jay speak on that but it just was hey this is because like you said i'm so upfront hey this is me this this is what i am this is what i'm not this is what i'm working on this is where i lack this is where i'm heavy or strong these are my weaknesses i'm not afraid hey i'm vulnerable i'm in love with you i like you i want you boom this what's up that's me and it's just like 
I don't know quite know what I want yet. You know, just you know the difference, the contrast between us, yeah. which which became an, an issue at some point within a relationship. Like, what do you want? You know, the TikTok. I don't know what I want. Yeah, so that it, it definitely was a, a big difference. As it relates to that, what I want to kind of talk about right is um the work of. Um, get some water. Right. And, and we're not talking, we're not talking all negative, right? We talking just when people say like, you know, like older people say like, you know, uh, marriages, marriages work. Right. Mm -hmm. You're like, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? I love them. I I, like, it's, 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 it's my person. I'll do anything for them. Mm -hmm. Right. But the work, which you guys have been very transparent about is learning those, those parts of your person that are like, okay, we got to understand if this is something that we can move past or yeah. I'm going to have to love you from wherever you about to live at because this is too much. Or as some people would say, like non-negotiables. Yes. Right. Talk about the process of like where you guys were then and how you dealt with that and mm-hmm. how it has changed now. So back then, I'm sure like, Something as simple as you talk about, like, um, uh, Kim, you talk about sharing your space, right? You're, you were somebody who's like, look, I'm, I've operated on my own. I've, this is how I've Absolutely. been. And I'm sure the way you communicated your frustration with sharing your space is very different then than it is now. You hit the nail on the head. I, I, right. to, to even piggyback off that, just, just that. And I, I read something this morning that said people can always, you don't know. Uh, death, divorce, marriage, grieving, and so on and so forth until you actually experience it. So until you get in something, you can comment and have all these assumptions and opinions, everything that you want, but until you're actually, actually in it. So I can say, oh, I would, my love, I'm I'm in love with Jade. And I already know I'm coming in with uh, marrying somebody who has two kids. I accept them, they're mine. But then when they actually get in my space, oh God, wait a minute. See, I got a little OCD. I'm very organized and meticulous about the way I do things. And then I come home and stuff ain't where I left it. Whew. God, <laughs> yeah. Where's my brush? Where's my, my brush? brush? You let your baby use my brush. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> just, just that type of like You have to get used to it. And yeah. from the outside looking in and have, have, never having to have shared a space with someone with children, it's you're in the moment like, like, how do I navigate these emotions? And to answer your question directly, the difference between us now and us then is we know how to navigate emotions way better. We know how to communicate with, with each other way better. We have worked on ourselves individually and also learned each other so much better so that we can navigate these difficult times and situations or whatever it may be. And we're no longer afraid to talk about those hard conversations. There are so many, or hard topics, I say, there's so many of, people in relationships or married that, you know, on the outside looking in, it looks great. But when it comes down to having those hard conversations, it's just, let's just avoid it. Let's just avoid it. And just like I stated, I'm, I'm, hey, let's talk about it now. What's up? I don't care if you hurt my feelings. Let's cry now, but put the concrete over it and the hole is filled. It can't, but we put leaves in it. So mm-hmm. when we walk over, we're going to fall back in it again. Mm-hmm. And no, now the positive now is we've worked on ourselves, which we both going to therapy individually and what has helped me immensely is realizing I'm not as great of a spouse as that I thought I, as I thought I was you know the things that I think 
work out great in my head for her might not be what she wants. So I got to, I have to actively listen to, and we can talk about love languages too, and know how my spouse wants to be loved mm-hmm. and not love her how I want to mm-hmm. love her or how I think Say she needs to be loved. Hello, somebody. So mm-hmm. um, I think that's one of the biggest, the biggest things now is just we're so much more open and vulnerable and we're not afraid to have those difficult conversations. And even if they are, hey, baby, I need a break. I want to go out. I'm going to go play ball because it's just a lot going on in this house today and not being offended. Mm-hmm. not being offended I can have my separate life or hang out with my friends and go do what I want and we don't always have to be together I don't always have to do everything with you and the kids and so on and so forth so uh the growth from then into there is just astronomical the just freedom that we have with one another it took going through all of that roughness of a divorce and uh, not knowing how to navigate within our emotions and even being spiteful and petty with one another because we were hurt and um actually not even being on the same team at some point it felt like because we just were trying to for lack of better terms one up each other because we hurt basically Mm -hmm. so just the growth and the the willing to communicate about anything and being open I would say this is one of the biggest factors of the difference between you know us now and us then yeah I always say you got to fight like you want to be married again tomorrow oh my god and that's that's what it was we just fight we just we just fighting for it and like you said, that's, that's just, that's my person. You know, mm-hmm. we, we went through a, a time that was unfamiliar to both of us and uh, it got difficult. And of course, on from the outside looking in, I would say, you know, I think I'll do this. I'd never been married before. Mm-hmm. That was my first time being married. So, and me thinking, okay, I'm, a, I'm such a good person. I know how to handle this situation. Oh, I'll do this if this happens. Let me tell you something. You can talk all you want to about what you will do if something happens but until you get into that situation it happens baby I promise you it's a whole different ball game so I'm just thankful that I have somebody who was willing to grow and take a look at themselves you know what we really had to do and what was the hardest work I I think Jade would agree is taking that mirror and putting it up to yourself and looking at yourself I I remember now like a a week ago I re-watched the video that we put out about being um friends with your ex and I realized I was still in that victim mindset, like mind frame. Like I wanted to play the victim, not saying what role I played in the demise of my marriage. And I had to apologize to Jay for that. Like, I don't want it to be solely on you because it's not, it's honestly solely on me. And so I want to apologize for you for even playing that victim. And I had to recognize in myself, whoa, as soon as somebody do something to you, Oh, you a victim. Oh my God, it's ridiculous. This is terrible. But what about what you did? You know, what about the, yeah. the, the, the things that you've done that could have caused it? What if this is just a reaction to your action? So yeah. just having to put that mirror up to ourselves and recognize the role that we played in demise and being able to admit to that and realizing, you know what, this is the person that I want and um, forgiving each other for all of that and moving forward to be, you know, happy and successful together. Yeah. I think one of the big things that um, changed for me personally was how I heard what she was saying. Um, and it comes from just my upbringing and thinking and being in a kind of a household that where it can be like a tyrant. And so everything she said to me sounded like you better do. And so once I took those ears off and really understood what she was saying and not misinterpreting what she was saying, I was able to easily communicate my, my truest emotions. 
not the emotions that I thought that I thought I needed to respond to because I had this story I was telling myself about what she wanted. You know what I mean? Um, and that right there, the communication just blossomed from there. Once I'm mm-hmm. like, one, one thing she used to say to me, like, I am on your team. I remember her saying that so much. I am on your team. And I'm like, I know that, but I wasn't responding in that manner. Mm-hmm. I mean, speak about childhood traumas and things like that and that is the work that I think both of us individually did in a very I want to say short amount of time you know what I mean it was it was an immediate thing and I think when you want something to work you make immediate change and I think both of us were so eager no matter where our pride was everything we were so eager as soon as the egos went, went away we owned up to our mess and we had those real hard conversations and it wasn't like I'm telling you this because I love you. Like, I'm not telling you this to say, hey, you're, this is ugly and I want you to show the world that you're ugly. I'm gonna see you're ugly, but I want you to make it beautiful. You know, and once you have those conversations, I think it's, it's, it made it so much easier. Now I can tell her anything and we laugh so much stuff off because I know it's not, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, that's, that's amazing. And there's like a couple things that I wanted to, I definitely want to talk about childhood trauma. Um, mm-hmm. And not, not specifically that, but really as it relates to just how it affects you as an adult and how people don't really accept that. Like, it's like, no, like it really does. Like it really you can't does. say <laughs> on, on the one hand, I only eat uh, my grits this way. Cause that's how I ate them growing up. But then you don't say, well, I communicate like this. Cause that's how I communicated growing up. Like you, right. it all goes together. Like your rearing yeah. is your rearing, right. Absolutely. In every way. And so accepting and learning about what parts of it you're taking with you and what parts Mm -hmm. of it you're leaving behind, right? Mm Because I know like for me specifically, one thing I've always said is like, I'm not going to argue. When I get in in a relationship, when I get married, I'm not going to argue. That's all my parents (laughs) did. And it did not help anything. Loud, ridiculous, I'm not doing that. So we don't argue. And, And she's very clear about that. I'm not getting loud with you. We're not going to do this whole like, well, you Mm -hmm. and you, we ain't doing none of that. So if that's any part of, and the great thing is that her parents have been married for 40 plus years. So, and they're, you know, older, they don't talk like that either. So we didn't even have to to overcome that. Um, But the one thing we did have to overcome is she's a very, uh, they, she comes from a family of a lot of opinions. So like everybody's Mm. opinion matters. Like, it's like, what do you think? What do you think? What do you think? Mm. How do you feel? How do you feel? So us being together, she's always asking me like, well, what do you think about it? And I'm like, well, I don't, have an opinion about that if it's something you want to do let's just go do it or and now we're we've been together for 13 years so you can imagine this is like a long time congratulations the levels of 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 decisions that have had to be made (laughs) had to to be made um but she'd always ask me like how do you feel about it I'm like I don't have an opinion about I don't I don't care I went to therapy one question my my therapist asked me he's like were you and this actually came from a completely different situation didn't have any we weren't talking about my marriage at all we weren't talking about our relationship at all we didn't go I didn't even I didn't even go to therapy for my relationship it's (laughs) like fine um but he was like uh were you allowed to feel like were you allowed to be upset as a child it's like I was like, actually, no, because mm-hmm. I have two siblings and I have a very much prima donna middle sister. Damn, she mm-hmm. sucked up all the air in the room. Like it was like mm-hmm. I was the oldest. I'm just like, I got to just get my business done and keep it moving. So I actually never sat and was like, oh, I feel some kind of way that I got to wash the dishes. I'm like, I just got to wash them. I don't really have an opinion about that. But then right. now as an adult in a relationship with someone who's very emotional, very highly, you know, what's your opinion? What do you think? I got to like come up with some 
feelings here because that's the, <laughs> that's I have to meet her. I can't just be like, well, I, don't, I ain't going to ever have no opinion, you know? And so as you guys work through your process, what were some of those things that you were like, okay, I got to figure out what that was or stuff that came up for you. I know you both have uh, gone to therapy. Some of those mm-hmm. things that came up that you were like, damn. Control like, uh, for me. Control. Just being the oldest of five, being the most responsible yeah. and just always having to have it together. And I'm so used to, and this can be considered even a flaw. I'm so used to doing things my way. And the flaw is sometimes I don't allow others to help me because I don't trust them to do it correctly. And I like I to stay in control. Exactly. I like to stay in control because one, I know it's going to get done correctly. Mm-hmm. I know, you know, but when it comes into, when you get into a relationship, just like she said, you know, with her childhood, I, I may sound like a tyrant, a tyrant, or I may be controlling. Nobody wants to be controlling. And I, I think Jay can attest to this. I've released that control. Like, hey, listen, let's talk about it. What do you want to do? I don't have to be, hey, baby, you leave. You take care of it. You book it. You do this. Yep. And so it's just allowing other people or what it is, is making sure that you know your personnel. I think that's very important. When it comes to delegating or allowing others to do other things, you have to make sure you have the personnel so that you can trust them. And what I realized, I wasn't making good decisions with certain people in my life. So I couldn't delegate because I didn't trust you to do certain things. So that's all coming back on me and what decisions I make as far as why certain people even have titles in my life. So a part of what I took from therapy that, you know, even though I was just going to therapy for myself and just let me work on some of these things, it came up. Well, Kim, you've always had to be the responsible one. Responsible one. You're 38 years old. Your mom and daddy still call you for this. Somebody might call you for this. Hey, we need you here. You always got to have your stuff together. You prefer to be in control because you know it's going to get done right. But then you wonder why you're so tired and exhausted all the time. You don't allow yourself to just grace to just rest and just say no or here. Y'all take care of it. So for me, I think that's what reared his head uh, in our marriage. And it, and it hurts because you never want your spouse to call you controlling. But the realization of it and, and going back to what I said is, you know, putting that mirror to my face and saying, you know what, I am. I like things to be done this way. And just like you said, with the, with the, the grits, well, I've done it this way before. It's worked for me in the past. Why change it? Well, hey, you have a spouse now who's mm-hmm. not familiar with that way or she's done in an opposite way. Mm-hmm. And also, how are we going to get to the same endpoint? You know, if y'all want to go together, we're going to have to compromise somewhere. And so that was a, a really big thing for me is realizing that one, control is, is, is something that I work on. I've released a lot of it. Thankful. Thank you to Jade and, and my therapist and just self-awareness and realizing, hey, relax your shoulders, allow somebody else to take control and, and, and make sure that you make the good, the good decisions based on you know the people that you pick in your life so that you don't have to worry about what you've delegated, whatever it may be. So that was a big thing for me. Yeah. Well, I, I'm gonna make one comment then, Jay, I'm gonna let you get it. I remember watching um, uh, Nicole, Ari Parker and Boris Kojo were on uh, The Breakfast Club. This was many years ago. They had been married, I think at, the, at that time, like 10 years. And uh, Nicole was like, they were asking like, what is like a key to y'all's marriage working? And she said, and I've carried this. I, I don't remember how old that video is, but I've carried this. She said, uh, I don't worry about how he did it. I just worry that he did. I'm just happy he did it. And so she gave the example of like making pancakes and she was like, you know, I'll get down there. I'll make, you know, the Mickey Mouse pancakes. I do all the fancy stuff. He just make pancakes, but the kids <laughs> ate. Exactly. 
Everybody said, so I'm, you know, so why we tripping? Why I'm a, right, right. Why I'm, I'm not gonna micromanage his process. He's the kids are fed. They're they're fine. Like, um, so that's something that you know, obviously, with the because I I have the same control uh, mm -hmm. issue. Um, <laughs> but you you realize that you get burned out. You get irritated. You're taking yes. it out on people that it don't belong to. Absolutely, I, I'm with you. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> so I understand. Jay, what about you? I think for me, um, I didn't realize how how silenced I was as a child, and in that it played out in our relationship as me never expressing myself. She would literally ask me like, "What do you want?" And I'd be like, "I don't even know. Fruit Loops, maybe." <laughs> like, and I even if it was like something that I wanted, it, I wasn't certain that that's what I wanted. Mm -hmm. And I realized then I'm like going through therapy it's like you know they ask you those hard questions you're like wait a minute now I have I pay I'm paying you to ask me this question I gotta give you the right answer you know what I mean I have to know and so it really understanding in childhood like you know I was silenced you know being raised by a tyrant knowing that it's the last say not feeling like my opinion mattered really growing up um you know we we're raised in, in a household where children are um seen not heard also something that my, my father did that I didn't realize I did until Kim brought it um brought it up brought it to my attention was I took my love away like I was shut down and I was raised by my dad who still to this day still takes his love away you know if he doesn't like what you do or you know that's his that that is his pendulum like that's how you know that's how he gets you you know um and I was doing that and of course she's like why do you do this and at the time I couldn't tell her well, I mean, my dad is a little crazy. So this is what I was taught. I, this is, I'm emulating what I'm taught. You know what I mean? And once I really delve deep and, and realize those things, you know, and turn that around. But I think that's a big part of, you know, the childhood trauma that showed up in our relationship that definitely caused a lot of this. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So then we get to the end of the marriage. And how... Cause I'm sure that, that Jade, I know that for you, that point actually never came where you knew <laughs> that divorce was happening <laughs> until it actually happened. But Kim going through that process, what not, what made you say, I have to divorce this, this, I have to divorce this marriage, not this woman, but this marriage, because the 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 union is more than just it's you two but then there's right. everything else right um mm -hmm. and because you talk about specifically like a, a moment you had with her son that was like ah like you know you're you have so much to to balance but the core of it is the woman you married like right. it's her and then everything else around it is oh no the, the the core was was <laughs> her and it's funny, she just talked about taking her love away. It never had anything to do with the kids. We had a conversation. Um, my mom actually said something to me about my interaction with the kids and it opened my eyes and I apologized to her and the children. Like, I'm sorry, you know what? This is me being unfamiliar with the space and not knowing how to deal with those emotions. I apologize for taking it out on you guys and making this tension, giving, providing tension in this house. But, um, and that was better as far as that environment goes. But the, the moment that I realized it was, um, it was a time, the, the, a time she took her love away. Uh, this was, and I don't, people probably won't even believe this, but up until this, like, the day, but like, I think it was like September 16th or 17th is when we, when I realized like, this is it. 
a day before that, we would have never known that this was going to happen. It literally just, it went from this to this. I, I can't explain it, but that's how it happened. We were on the phone. I was sitting at work and um, I think I said, I love you or something like that. And she didn't say it back. This is a part of her taking her love away because I did something that she did not like. And um, she had shut down and we'd had numerous conversations like, hey, I'm on your team. Talk to me, so on and so forth. And it just felt so cold to me. You just, how can you just take your love away when I'm trying to work on us? And, at, and about 10 minutes prior to that, I had had a conversation like, hey, marriage isn't, well, I'm not going to say marriage isn't supposed to be easy. That's what people say. It's just work. Okay. Mm -hmm. how, how we are now, I think is, you know, we're going to be just fine as long as we, you know, continue to actively work on ourselves and work as a unit. But I just told her, hey, if you're willing to do this kind of, you know, like almost a pep talk, like, hey, if you're willing to do this, let's go. Like, I don't have time to play no games and so on and so forth. And she was just like, okay, yeah. And then, you know, we, we talked about something else. I think I told her something about some plants or something I don't remember. And um, I said, well, you know what? I love you and I want to, you know, do this and let's yada, yada, yada. And I think she might've just hung up on me or um, didn't say I love you back. Oh, okay. And that was just it for me. That was, I was just like, you know what? I'm tired of this. This is ridiculous. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't deserve this. What? Like, why are you acting like what? Like, what is the problem? And so, right then, because I'm hurt, and now I'm in a, an emotional state, I said, you know what? I don't want to do this no more. I'm, I'm, I'm done. F this. And you know what? But I don't even know if I was serious then. Let me be honest with you. I didn't know if I was serious then. I'm just emotional. My feelings are hurt. I'm tired of, of, of at this point trying to pull and, 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 and help and open up this. Uh, lock or this treasure that's hidden behind all of these bricks and cement I know it's a heart up under there somewhere but it's been hurt and traumatized so much I, I don't know if I don't have the key I'm not using the right tools but I'm tired and so um I don't know if she took me serious then but she was driving down and from that point on it was the ugliest time of our from that point on, we were just volleying hurt. We were just ping-ponging uh, pride and disrespect and anger and trauma. And it just got stupid, ridiculous, ugly, disrespectful. And that's when I realized, you know what? I don't know you. Or at least I felt like I didn't. Putting all the blame on you. It's you, you, you. You, 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 I didn't do anything. I'm the innocent victim. I'm done with this. Let me call my mama. Let me call my best friend because you are ridiculous. Not, you know, what I learned in therapy is, well, you know, my therapist asked me this question. They always ask the questions to make you feel like, why am I paying you to make me feel <laughs> Right. But uh, she said something in the ballpark of, well, what is the difference between what your wife did and what you did? And I'm just like, wait, what? What are you talking about? I was going to ask you if you felt <laughs> like when she said um, at the time, because I, I, I really want to unpack the, the a decision, the arrival at divorce, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. When she didn't respond to you, like you guys had, you did whatever you did, right? Let's say you left your shoes in the middle of the floor. I'm sure it probably was more intense than that, but let's just use this as an example. You left your shoes in the middle of the floor. She tripped over them and like, you know, like cut her lip or something. And you're like, babe, I'm sorry. I love you. And she's like, no, F you. Right. Basically mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you didn't feel like she was fighting fair because what you did was like, if you put a value on it, 
it was yeah. down here and what she did by taking her love away was way up here so you had to respond with the equal <laughs> emotion oh and that and that's oh so you don't want you don't love me no more so then you don't want to be married to me no more so yeah. then now we here and okay. right okay. and so and you i want to i want to ex- like help like people understand that like you you guys even you guys even talked about like okay you know people asked you like oh was this something that you could have worked through blah 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 well jay didn't hear you down here mm-hmm. like when you were like i could just apologize i could just talk to her i could just do this i could just say this she didn't hear you there mm-hmm. but as soon as you she didn't love you no more you went to her level now we can have all the we she, you know what good now we can so talk right because she heard her, la- her language up here is like oh we what? rocking Oh, that, and, and you're exactly right. I, I swear to God, whatever I was saying <laughs> down here, baby, uh-huh. I might as well, I might as well had a, a, a tape over my mouth because she didn't hear nothing. But baby, when I raised them decibels up a little bit. Yeah, because like you said, you talked about, you said, you know, when she drove, when she was coming down, now you, y'all, y'all, y'all can communicate. It's not effective, but you're getting a response out of her. Like you're getting some energy. And a lot of times, I want to get to the the part where you have to, and Jay, I'm gonna let you, I want you to talk about the same topic, but then you have to get to that place where that person can hear you or at least understand that you're serious. Like, I don't want to be here. Like, I don't want to be here, but I do need you to feel me. So I got to figure out what your language is. Like, I know we both speak English, but somewhere in here, your Ebonics and mine is not the same. Her language was divorce. <laughs> you know what i'm saying jay you got the floor <laughs> i'm sorry what what led to the divorce <laughs> <laughs> that's saying so i because i know for you the moment was different right but when jay when uh kim basically came to you and was like yeah so we getting divorced why didn't you take her serious like when she first said it because i'm sure it was a moment there was there was a a a short maybe a short time but there was a time between when she said it and when she actually did it Mm -hmm. i didn't take her serious because we had already spoken and basically kind of was like this is prior to what everything you know everything leading up to this moment um but it was like we're gonna work through anything and i will say i really felt like we were, there was nothing I could do for us to end up in this place, honestly. Mm -hmm. So I felt like, I mean, it's foolish of me with hindsight, just because of my, my actions leading up to it. But I just, I just felt like, like we in this, what do you mean? And so I did originally when she said, you know, that's, you know, I want to divorce. I'm like, are you serious? Like we have a code word to let us each other know when we serious. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. Two, three, four. Are you serious? Like you did, like, and she was like, one, two, three, four. I'm serious, and I was like, wait, hold up. Okay, now we can talk. What's going on? Like, oh, now you want to talk? Divorce? <laughs> like, oh, okay, hold on. I want to talk. What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, it, whew, it, I think had yes, that it, had that word been thrown around before? No, that's no. the thing. We never <laughs> even talked about. It never that's why I'm like, that's, what are you talking about? What? Listen, it literally I, happened it, like that. If we should write a book, mm-hmm. just for how I don't think people can actually understand how quick this happened. We're talking about on no on September sixteenth. Everything's good. Well, not everything's good. We, you know, how you know, well, we had a disagreement. It's kind of touchy feely, but 
Um, one thing we did agree on, there would be no sleep on the couch or be no sleeping separately. We're not, we don't tell each other we love each other, but when we go to bed, no matter how you feel about it, mm -hmm. life's too short, right? So it might've been some small tension, but it was still, you know, um, communicating, I love you until that time I just spoke on when I was at work and she called and we talked about something and I felt like, well, I didn't feel like she took her love away. I'm just like, you know what, I'm tired. I'm tired of trying to do all of this. You ain't responding. You don't, I don't know if you care. Do you even care? Do you want this? I don't know what is going on, but I am exhausted. So, um, but probably that we never talked about divorce. It was like, no, what was it? November 1st, did you file? Yeah, no. No, October, October 1st, October. my birthday. Oh, wow. My birthday. Right. Happy birthday, Kim. <laughs> full two, two weeks later. Mm. <laughs> I know. I, first three, it was like, okay, so this really happened. I still, I remember still trying. Like, nah, I'm not about to sign these papers. Oh, y'all gonna have to pay, find me. I don't care. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you get I'm served or did, did you, did you mail them? How, how did you, how did you find out oh. that she had really filed? Oh, that's... <laughs> <laughs> she drove eight hours, popped up at two o'clock in the morning. At the house, I'm like, you know, I got, a, I have a pistol. I, I'm, I'm, I'm like Mr. Carey, and so I got my pistol in my hand because don't nobody come to my house. I'm, I stay here. I don't know nobody. You cannot just pop up to my house like that. So somebody knocked on the door because uh, I, I didn't change the lock, but I had, uh, I had this, uh, this door protector on the door, so she couldn't just come in. I think she hadn't given me the key back or whatever. And um, at that point, she realized, oh, we're getting a divorce for real, and so she just stopped fighting, and I handed her the papers. And, no, that was, uh, no, that was the huh? second you're mixing the time. So when I came down there, when I popped up, I came in with the key and sat on the sofa. That's when you came out with your your um weapon and was like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, and that's when the whole conversation happened. You remember? No. Yeah. I thought that was the second time. So the second still time, seeing red then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was just like, listen, because it, you know what? It it had gotten so ugly between us that it, it, we couldn't be in the same room that's how bad it got i had to at one point call my best friend to be like hey i need you to be here so that neither one of us go to jail to be specifically me so i need you to be here my mom came hey i need you to be here you know we'll be cordial but we just you know we were so emotional and you know didn't know how to navigate those emotions at that time and we weren't on each other we weren't on the same team we were basically enemies in a span of what a week or two weeks so um I was being a child off control. I'm like, I don't care. I want to throw the oh, table. Yes. It, 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 it was, and that's exactly how you acted. But I was too. I was. If that's how we're gonna take it, and I, I'm, I'm so sorry for that because I just feel like as an adult, I shouldn't allow myself. Or I shouldn't allow myself to go to that level. But sometimes when you feel like somebody playing with you, it's just like, let me show you you playing with the right one. And that, and that's really what it was. Like, oh, you think you can play in my face? Boom, here you go. And then she said, oh, you think you can play in my face? Okay, boom, what of you? Oh, you think you did something? Boom! It's like, y'all are mad. Y'all supposed to be on the same team. What are you doing? And the, the, the negative about that is one, we involved people that we love, even though I don't think they got to see how ugly, my best friend probably got to see a little bit more because we sitting downstairs arguing over a fucking twin mattress <laughs> or who gonna bring the mattress <laughs> and emotional and upset and hurt right now we arguing over we arguing over a, a twin mattress and we're so stuck in our pride that we just left like i ain't doing it, I ain't doing it 
<laughs> and we just left the mattress sitting down there like, oh, okay. Like, what are y'all doing? Like, grow up. And that's really all it was. Um, in hindsight, it's just, you know what? We emotional. We have, you know, and even getting, oh my God, I don't even get me started on getting IG involved. Like, oh, you think you're going to hurt me? I'm going to show you. Let me let me go post something because I know some people who follow you follow me. Let me show. I'm like, oh my God, here we go with this. And just trying to one-up each other and hurt each other. It's ridiculous. It's childish. I'm ashamed, but it is what it is. You live, you learn, and you grow. And uh, thank God that we both realized in that moment that we were just one-upping each other, trying to hurt each other, volleying, volleying pain and trauma back and forth. And it was so unnecessary. But you know what? It taught us a lot. <laughs> it, it this this position that we're in now we wouldn't be here without that mm-hmm. so I, I don't want to say it happened for a reason or it yeah. went that way for a reason but I'm thankful for it because there is no doubt in my mind that this is my person and I have learned I have grown so much just as a person realized I still have some work to do and the traumas that I thought I'd worked on and healed from and no longer were festering in my spirit and my soul still are so I need to continue with therapy and continue working on those things to release them and properly heal from them. And they conjured up, they, they showed their faith, you know, in this time of just the demise of our, my marriage or being challenged or feeling like I'm being tried or being played with or like, I never thought I'd be, you know, 37, 36 years old, going back and forth with petty. Like what? I'm too mm-hmm. grown for that. Baby, I'm a grown woman. I don't have time for that. But when faced with it, I'm like, oh, you think you can play with me? Girl, please, I promise you, I'm a, I'm a win. Divorce. Mm-hmm. Yay, you play super games, you win super prizes, you idiot. What are you doing? You can divorce the person you're madly in love with because she thinks she can play with you and try to embarrass you. With. Girl, please, you're dumb. Both of y'all look stupid. Sit down and grow up. And yeah, but I think that, I mean, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it's, 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 you can see it two ways because I think that you guys obviously have been able to get on the other side and I definitely want to talk about how it is different for you now. But you could have easily you could have been like, man, no, I love her too much to like, to go here with her, like to, to try to figure out her language, to be able to, to, to get through to her. You could have been like, whatever, Jay, just, you know what I'm saying? And Jay, same thing. You could have been like, whatever, Kim, let's just, and you sit in the house and then you get, and then you end up in one of those relationships where people be like, people be married for 25 years and they hate each other. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, no, that can't. The can't reason that. that you guys let you, but but that's the thing, right? Is that when you, I always say, be be careful what you wish for, right? Because you don't know mm-hmm. how the lessons are going to show up. You want a healthy, happy, this, that. You want a how. You want all these things, but do you understand what it? Who you have to become to oh, have God. that, right? And people, don't, I, and, and they be like, you know what? That. If that's what I got to do, I don't even want it. No. If you told me I would have had to go through that to get here, I'm like, no, nah, I'm good. I'm going to just stay single and do my yeah. own thing. Yeah. I, I want to go through that. I couldn't, let me tell you something. I couldn't eat. And baby, let me tell you something. I'm six <laughs> foot tall, 240 pounds, baby. I love to eat. Hello, somebody. I could. I didn't have an appetite. I was sick. I was, this is my baby. I'm in love with her. But if she thinks she's going to play on my top like this, she's out of her mind. If you think you can just say some mean stuff and I'm just supposed to sit there and take it, is you smoking? Is it crack? What is you all? So it just, oh, I was sick. I was like, oh my God. This, that was, I can honestly say, and I'd have been through some stuff. That was, if not top two, the worst experiences and emotional feelings I have ever felt in my life. Just, oh, just so hurt. I literally could not eat. I was sick. I'm like, oh. Oh, I just, I don't want to, I don't want to do this. So like, like piggybacking off what you said, 
people say they want a healthy, happy. Oh, well, let me tell you what you, we had to go through this. We had to tear each other up and fight each other. We literally got in the ring, put our gloves on, not, not figure, not actually, not literally, yeah. but uh, with words, with Patty, like I said, we got in the ring and we fought each other. Mm-hmm. We fought it. And it, at sometimes I'm sure each one of us like, man, I will knock your ass, like literally wanting to box each other. But that's literally what we had to do to say, you know what? Okay. We, we, we weren't as ready as we thought we were, or we didn't handle that correctly. And we showed out and now we know what not to do. Now we know how to navigate these emotions. And I don't even think we'll experience that anymore, honestly, because shout out to Jay for doing the work. Shout out to Kim for doing the work on ourselves. Mm -hmm. It's just, hey, if we can work on ourselves, we'll be just fine with one another. But it's some personal issues that we each had to work on to be able to be successful together. And that was, that was honestly the hardest work because what Jade, I just commended her this morning. She said something. She was like, you know what, baby? I realized that ain't gonna work. Or it's just something she said. I said, I'm so proud of you. Because Jade, a year ago, would have never said that. <laughs> you would have never admitted to the fact that, you know, I don't want this. This is not correct. I made it. That wasn't the right. Decision. You would have never done that. You would have sat in your wrong and just had wrong across your forehead and be like, yeah. and I'm wrong. I ain't going to admit to it. I'll just look stupid and be wrong. like, just that growth. It's it's just so beautiful. And I'm, I'm, I'm proud of us for that. But we had to go through that <laughs> tumultuous time to even be here. Yeah, because I know, Jay, you talk a lot about the filters. And when you're in a relationship, you know that that all comes from like past past experiences, you know, your kind of whatever your past relationships were, all those things. Um, and every that just whatever that looked like that, that combination of like what makes it perfect, it looks different for everybody. Like it, it just literally, which is why for one, you know, people say, keep people out your business because what you do might not work for them. You know, the, the, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The bottled water you like might not be the kind that they like. That's why there's like That's a thousand cool. different brands. Right. So mm-hmm. what you guys had to go through is unique to you, but there's that version of it for everyone, right? Like there's those levels of breakthrough for everyone. Not that they all are divorced, but that they are all uh, a space. Jay, what, after, obviously you get, you guys get the divorce, but so from the time that you came back and were like, are you serious? Basically, you were like, are you are you out of your mind right now? Like you've literally and Kim was like, no, like I, I, I'm, I'm firm on my decision. What was that process for you from that time to the time that you act, you guys actually got to a place where you could have a civil conversation? because that's a pretty intense mm. situation. And then when did you admit to yourself that you had to go work on yourself? Because even at the end, you were kind of like, I ain't, it ain't that bad. What, what was that for you that, that made you say, you know what? Yeah, I gotta go really figure out what's going on. Um, I don't think I admitted that to myself until after I was even out the house. Not even gonna lie. I don't think I, like I knew work needed to be done, but I was still resentful that she actually went through the divorce. So I didn't want to even be truthful about the work that the part I took in or played in the, you know, the, the demise of the marriage um, or the work, not immediately. I don't think it happened until, so September, October, I don't think it happened until the end of October. And I guess that it is kind of quick, but for two, three weeks, I'm festering and I'm just mad and angry and trying to 
find a way to, you know, reconcile and it's still not true. And yes, I signed the papers, but I, even signing the papers, let's be clear, even signing the papers, I remember, I don't know if you remember this, babe, at the, at the um, attorney's office, I was like, I can change my mind or something. Some, some, I said something. <laughs> because, like, oh, she asked my lawyer. She was like, uh, hey, if I want to change my mind, if I sign this, and she looked at me like, <laughs> no, she's going to sign it. Yeah, she's playing. She's going to sign it. She's like, yeah, if I change my mind, does this still hold up? She was like, yeah, no. <laughs> You're going to be divorced if you sign it. I'm like, come on, man. Stop playing, please. So I'm still like, I was still not... I'm still passionate over the the demise of the relationship. I'm still like still trying to be petty and still realizing I'm losing I'm losing my best friend. I'm losing control of um, what is normal to me. Um, I have to you know shift into where am I going? You know, am I going to stay here? Am I going back home to Virginia? Like, how is this going to look for me? I have two kids, you know what I mean? We have integrated them and in a lot of specifically the youngest one, how does this look? And so I think I didn't really shut, I didn't really um, delve into the work that I needed to do immediately because I wanted to do what I always do as previously and shut down. And I wanted to detach from um, the issue. You know, I, I didn't want to actively change at that moment. I didn't want to admit that change needed to, ha- needed to be had, anything like that. And so immediately, I think I just went into survival mode, which a lot of us are thriving off of, but like went into survival mode and was like, all right, so what I got to do? Point one, point two, point, this not even important, but this is important because this is my normal. This is, I don't want this new normal. So like it, it, it was something that, you know, immediately I didn't recognize, but then once, you know, the dust settles, the, you know, at night, you know, the sun sets and you're just like, in your mind, it's like, dang, I mean, I'm in my room crying, like, I, I, she won't take my phone calls, even though I'm calling her 700 times, like, she won't answer the phone, like, what am I gonna do, so she really is serious, I know I, we said divorce, but I mean, that's just a piece of paper, like, what, you, you divorcing me, me, like, you know what I mean, and so I think those, once the boundary was set, for her, you know, um, and I'm appreciative of it now, of course, in the moment, I'm just, like, trying to figure out how I can tear it down, but, when the boundary was set is when it was just like, all I have is me. And if I keep showing up in this relationship or any relationship ever in this same capacity, all of, her, all of them are essentially going to end in some kind of divorce, some kind of break, some kind of split. You know what I mean? And so once that happened, it was when I started with another therapist and kind of did more of the work and then journaling, self-care. Um, I went through a period where I didn't eat it was like 15 days. I was like, I don't care. I don't, I need a cracker. I don't, and you don't have an appetite. It's not just, you're like, I don't even want a food today. It's like, what? I, I did not eat. I'm, I'm, I am full of tears and, and mucus. Cause that's all I can do. You know what I mean? So that's what my soul is fed off of. But I think, um, once I get, went through that period of self-care and then we started communicating and I started because I realized what the boundaries, what the boundaries were, what she needed from me, how she needed me to respond. I knew that if I responded in those ways, I was going to get the same shut out. I was the boundary was going to set up the bound, you know, or get extended. And so once um, we came to terms with what that dynamic looked like in the beginning, just friendly, I was happy she answered the phone, and I was like, okay, I talked to my friend for three minutes, y'all. All is right with the world. Gone. I'm good. It didn't, it wasn't immediately like I'm not divorced no more. It was just like, she said, she liked the way my hair looks. All right. I'm good. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> That's how it was. 
Yep. That was all you needed. Cause all of that was for you to work, to get back, you know, in some space with your spouse, essentially. Um, so then now you guys are back together. Um, how has that process been in terms of, you know, from that very first call of like just talking to her for three minutes and being like, okay, like, and feeling like, man, this entire month or however long that period was, this, this one, two, three minute conversation made all that feel like it, 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 it just all is over. Like, it's like, oh, okay. I could go on with my life. I could go eat now. I could go to the mall. I could go pay my bills. I could go to work. Like, all of it for that just that's that small conversation how's it now now it's it's just it's bliss it's pure bliss to be honest with you um just because I think we we we've grown and we both just recognize the role for me let me speak solely for myself uh the reconciliation was so easy for me because I for once admitted the role that I played in it. Initially, it was the blame game. I'm innocent, I didn't do anything. I'm just an innocent bystander. I'm the best spouse in the world. All I did was love and water and try to blossom this beautiful flower that I, and that's not the wholehearted truth. I'm not an easy spouse to be with. I have my control issues and I have these, let me say this, I had, cause I'm, actively working and altering the way I look at and do things and how I maneuver just in general in life and realizing the work that I need to do but to say that I say what I think and how I feel or what I think and how I want things done it's not the end all be all so allowing myself to realize that my ways can push people away it can be a turnoff it can seem controlling I can seem like a, a tyrant and so on and so forth um the petty that she had was the same petty that I had. I would even go to say I was pettier. I would even go to say I was worse. I did. I would say I played the bigger role in the demise you know, of our marriage, which I, a lot of people probably don't know, but that was me. It, it was me. On the outside looking in, it may look this way, but I played a huge role in the demise of our marriage. For me, that's what made the reconciliation easy because like I told you, the, the my therapist says, well, what's the difference between what you did and she did? And it made me think like, hmm, so you going to condemn somebody for doing what you do or reacting to doing what you did or doing the basically the same thing. And it just made me realize, you know what? I'm no better than you. I did the same thing. You were in an emotional state and you showed up. I was in an emotional state and I showed up. And sitting in this, you know, when I'm talking to my therapist, it's, well, do you want this to work? Or mind you, we're not even really supposed to be talking about like my marriage. This therapy is for Kim. Let me work on what I need to work on. Let me figure out what role I did play in that. But that wasn't the sole reason for it. It's just trying to figure out, hey, what do I need to work on? What things just came up from childhood trauma or old relationship trauma or whatever it may be that made me feel this certain way or act this certain way. So it was just truly realizing, you know what? I'm no better than Jade. I did the same thing. It's no, I did worse, to be honest with you. Some things we have to take to our grave because it just got ugly, but I did, I played a role as well. So I can't just have my my teammate out here 
working by herself to rebuild. So I, just like she asked for, I asked for her forgiveness first. I said, you know what? Will you forgive me? Please for just my indiscretions, for my uh, lack of self-awareness, for not being able to control my emotions, for talking to you in this way, for disrespecting you, for saying things on social media, for playing the victim, for getting my mama involved and my best friend involved and doing all of this. I'm so sorry. I was in this state and I apologize for it. And this is what I want. It was, it was so much easier once you admitted to the truth. And once I admitted to the role that I played in it, like you're not by yourself. You're not the only one who needs work, baby. So let's work individually, but let's also work on mending this relationship, continue working on ourselves and let's move forward. Because this is, I remember telling people I'm divorcing somebody I'm madly in love with. That never changed. Never, never changed. I've been madly in love since like three, four months into me meeting her. That has never changed. It's only gotten stronger. So knowing that, hey, I can see you working on yourself. And then when we have these conversations, I can feel the change. I can hear you admitting to, you know what? Like, you know, let me be honest. Jay would never admit when she was wrong. She's just not, it's just not gonna happen. What is wrong? And I, I'm pretty sure she probably could say the same about me, but I'm more so likely to. Now it's just, you know what? I was wrong about that. You know, let's do it this way. That makes most sense. Or, you know what? That does make sense. I don't know why I was just, just to hear that and to admit, you know what? This used to make me uncomfortable because I'm not as well versed in it as you, but I'm going to share this with you. I'm not going to shut down. Just those little things. I just melt like, oh my God, thank you. We had to go through that to get to this. And it just made reconciliation so much easier. And the fact that I just, I love you. That's my best. All we do now is just laugh at like, do you remember when we was over here calling the police on each other and just, you remember that? It's funny now, but during, I was like, girl, if I could push you down some steps and get away, I would push you down some damn steps. But now we laugh at it. Like, you remember how childish we were? You remember the foolish stuff that, and just, Oh, I, like this morning, like I told, I, I commended her on something. I was like, girl, two years ago, you would have never did. I'm so proud of you. Like, round of applause for you. She said, thank you, baby. I'm like, it's just, it's just fun. We laugh at it now, but just the growth, it made reconciliation so much easier for me just because we're actively working and we're no longer afraid to be vulnerable. Remember I, remember I talked about that concrete and all that stuff I had to get through? Oh, it's gone. It's gone now. That vulnerability is open. A divorce will do that to you. It, it will. It will. <laughs> It'll humble you real quick. It'll humble you. But uh, that that happened, and it was it made the reconciliation so much easier for me. Just the growth and the change um, on both parties, and just how we communicate with each other. Like it's like no other. It's, this is when I thought of what a marriage should be. This a relationship should be. This is what that is. But God, like I said, if you would have had to tell, if you told me that that's what we had to go through to get here, I'd have been like, yeah, no, nah, I'm good. All that hurt and pain and drama I'm good on that but I'm thankful for it. yeah what about you Jade I think um one thing I know for sure is we know how to fight we know <laughs> so what we start doing is fighting each other, fighting the actual problem and mm. that right I gotta be on my team I know you can fight I know how petty you are so let's see how petty we can be at the problem let's see how we Absolutely. get box this out and I think taking that mindset together and both of us seeing you know, like before, like me not realizing she she is on my team, but now really understand this is my teammate. You know what I mean? And no matter what it is, this you know we bonded. You know what I mean? This is this is my person, and so whatever problem it is, it's like 
hey, this is what I got. This is my vantage point point on it. Can you shoot from where you at? Or like, where we going? We going in with a knife? <laughs> doing this. And just having that conversation in that mindset first so we have a game plan instead of being like, I need a game plan against you. Because that's right. not... That's, it, Major key. Yeah. Game plan. Not a game. Together. Yes. Not a game plan against you. Mm-hmm. That's major. Well, this was great. I have one final question. Um, oh. What advice would you give to couples who may be struggling with similar things that you guys struggled with before you got a divorce? So for Jay, for you, whatever the whatever you would say were, were the, the things that you struggled with. And then for you, Kim, um, for your, with yourself and your marriage and, you know, Kim, same thing. So with myself, um, therapy, biggest thing is therapy. Talk, talk stop talking to your friends <laughs> that are not like <laughs> social media that are not married, <laughs> that are not in relationships <laughs> that have never had a successful way of communicating that's that have the never streets. had anything never been that's for the streets. That's major key. That's in a <laughs> Like, my girl you need to leave her <laughs> no I actually don't <laughs> <laughs> that is not what I need to do <laughs> at all so I think yeah therapy for sure um and identify where your issues are and mm-hmm. have a game plan of where where you want to grow to um as far as in the re- that's that's personal but as far as in the relationship um like really get to know your person at a different level. I think when you go into a relationship, you have this idea of what this person is based on first instances with them. You know what I mean? Like, oh, that they're going to walk for, with their left foot first because I saw them do it initially or, you know, little stuff, nuances they may, that they may have that teach you that or you the story you create in yourself, in your head about them. Um, so getting to know them on a level or again, or allowing that to be an open um area instead of keeping this idea you grow every day you know what I mean the person that I met four years ago is not who she is now she's better you know what I mean and so if I had that idea that oh she is going to be controlling automatically yes she she's she is particular now but controlling no and so if I responded in that same manner then I'm gonna get the same results I got four years ago and so I feel like doing that work as far as dating getting to know you know your person and everything it I think that will prevent the divorce <laughs> or the struggle. Right. <laughs> right. I don't know about all that. No, but um, I, I would definitely say communication. I know it's so cliche because everybody says that, but let me give you an example. Um, we make these assumptions uh, based on how we perceive each other or how we perceive specifically our spouse. So let me give you an example. This is a real life example of what happened uh, in our relationship. So you know, Jay would be like, oh, I want to do something and I want to get out the house or whatever. I want to do something or I want to have a day night. I'm just thinking it's so extravagant. Like, God, we got to do this extravagant stuff. And I just assumed. So I was so apprehensive about doing it because I'm like, I'm going to be honest. I'm a country hood girl. You know what I'm saying? I, what are you talking about? I don't know anything about extravagant stuff. I'm just a little country hood girl who just know Tallahassee, Florida type stuff and a little bit. So I'm assuming and then I'm apprehensive about it because I'm uncomfortable and I don't know how to do it and I didn't ask her about it. We never communicated about it. When we communicated about it, like recently, oh baby, we just go walk on the beach. What? That's free. That's what you mean? Oh, we can go to sit by the water and meditate together. What? That's free. Oh, communication is so key because we make these assumptions. Well, if she says she want to go on a date, you know she want to go to Ruth's Crisp and that costs $5,000 and we got to get the time about steak. No, that might not be what she means. 
she could just mean I want to spend some personal time with my spouse and just being intimate with each other, just hugging, holding hands, walking on the beach, going to the movies or whatever it may be, something simple. But because we assume now we think it's extravagant and now it never happens. So now she's resentful and and it's still we still not making any progress because I'm like, uh-uh, she she too much and she trying to do all this extra stuff. I don't know nothing about all that. All I want to do is get out of the house and go to the beach. But there was no communication. So if we just communicate, hey, what do you want specifically? Well, baby, it could be anything. What do you want to do? Baby? You know what? Let's go to the park and throw the football. We both little tomboys, so we'll go play basketball. We'll go throw the football. We'll, that type of stuff. I'm like, that's right up my that's right up my alley. Let's go. So communication is key. We got to continue. We can't lose ourselves within our relationships as well. I think we have to remember that we are individuals, you know, and I don't have to do what you and your friends do and we can still be together we can still have a great relationship but i don't always have to hang out with you and your friends and doing if that's how your relationship is more power to you but just being able to have that individuality as well i think will go a long way um also <laughs> keeping the relationship alive not getting comfortable i think sometimes when we get in these relationships and we get the person or we got the ring or we got the marriage or we got the house people tend to get comfortable and that's dead. It's, it's just, it's dead. just, it's just dead. Like, oh, just going through the motions. Like, no, baby, we still have to continue to, you know, put in that mm -hmm. work, whether it's a date night, whether it's role playing in the bedroom, baby, like, whatever mm -hmm. we have to do, keep it active, keep it just spicy. I think that'll go a long way. And just um, not being afraid to tell your partner what's on your heart, what's in your spirit, what's in your soul. Um, we love to go run and we guilty of this run to social media with our emotions, run to our mama who ain't never had a successful relationship in her life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> run to our friends who cheat on everybody, including their husband, boyfriend, uh -huh. and uh, best friend, boyfriend. So, you know, it's just, you have to be cognizant of those things. And I think number one, I think we both learned the hard way, keep people out of your relationship. 100%, <laughs> number one rule. Listen, if we learn nothing else, keep people out of your relationship mm -hmm. what happens in your relationship i know sometimes it gets difficult you need to vent but let me tell you this your mama now and cousins them and friends them yes them they not with that person so every time you tell them something bad it makes them dislike that person more and more and you still gonna be with that person so now it's awkward when you bring them to thanksgiving everybody looking like well who the hell we don't want it like it's just keep your relationship between you and your spouse okay and work together as a team to fight the problem and not fight each other and our people please get into some therapy please we have so much trauma in us that is just manifesting in these relationships at our jobs and so on and so forth so please go to a, find a good therapist and talk to your therapist and just release some of this stuff and i think that all of those within themselves will help you be successful and go a long way yeah, no, I, I think after I, I'm very excited about y'all's future. And um, I'll say, you. you know, if the being in a relationship for 13 years, uh, married for five, that I think mm. y'all got some great findings from um, this process hey. and hey. everything that you guys have found is, I think, going to be extremely key uh, to, to long term success, because those are things that we still practice to this day. I think um, the biggest one of the biggest things just being that, you know, everybody wants to be seen, right? Like yeah. nobody wants to feel forgotten about. And a lot of times in a relationship, you can feel like, oh, you'll be all right. Oh, there, you know, and you, you can't, you know, my, my uh, example, the, um, my, my wife was like, oh yeah, Usher is back in uh, Vegas. You take the clue, right? You're like, all right, so this morning 
I'm using the bathroom this morning. I text her. I was like, Hey, did you get the, um, did you get, did you get, uh, did you get the tickets? Cause I, you know, I, I also, she'll also just go ahead and do it herself. Like, you know, she'll just get it. I'm like, let me make sure she ain't just bodies before I go, you know, spend, spend my money. She, she was like, no, no, I actually forgot about it. And I was like, all right, cool. 10 minutes later. I'm like, yeah. All right. Yeah. Guess who's going to usher <laughs> you. Yeah. Cause you told me about it. So, <laughs> right. but you know, the, but like, this is the kind of stuff, like I'm, I'm hearing you. I, I got it. Okay. Gotcha. And again, not to your point, like it ain't got to always be that. Like, you know, it, yeah. it'd be like, she works from home. So I'd be like, all right, you want to go just take a walk? I know you've been here all day. So, mm-hmm. you know, like, let's, I'm tired. I, I, I had to go to the office, but I know you've been in here all day. So let's just take this little 30 minutes. Let's go get this walk. You need some air. We'll, you know, but it's, it's it, you know, making sure your person be seen every day is work every day is, yes. it don't gotta be hard work every day, but it, uh, that's it's, correct. Actually, it's work. active work. You can't just go make yourself a bowl of cereal for dinner. You gotta be like, <laughs> did you eat you, what you, you want to cook? You want me to cook with you know, it, it's always, yeah. you know, constant, constant work. Um, and I really think what's important is just finding that, finding that person you want to do that work with. That work with? That person I want to do that work with. I say, uh, I always it. say, find somebody who you willing to put up with their shit and they willing to put up with your shit. Because that's really that's what it. it is. That's really what it shit is. That they ain't willing to put up with. <laughs> that may not be your person. I could never be yeah. with somebody who smoked. That was always like my thing. Like that was always like my one thing was like, yeah, I don't I know. I, can, I could do a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> but kissing that uh, nicotine mouth is not one of them. <laughs> yeah. Listen, baby. It's always been like my. I, uh-uh. I'm like no. Like if if you ever needed some medical marijuana, or I don't know how we'd be able to. <laughs> I don't know. That's just like you know. But again, just at work and 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 just constantly like, okay, you, did you add some new shit to this, or is this some old shit that I that I already accepted? Okay, yeah. look, you know, those small yeah. things go a long way mm-hmm. too. I think it's those small things go a long way. I think, awesome. like I was just talking about, I blew a lot of those things up and realized it's just very small. And those little small things keep that spark in a relationship. Mm-hmm. And like yeah. you said, it don't have to be hard work every day, but it's definitely work. Get somebody you want to fight the problems with, you'll be good to go. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about it. 100%. Well, thank you guys. Congratulations. Um, do it y'all way, man. Just keep, keep rocking. Um, I think y'all are a beautiful couple. Y'all doing y'all thing and, uh, just keep it going. Um, any upcoming projects, anything y'all working on, anything y'all want to share? I'm moving out of the country. So you are sold all your stuff. I was like, everything is gone. I'm home now chilling with my family. I fly out next Sunday. So um yeah that's all I'm doing that's all I have time for or the patience for to be honest with you it's, it's so much it's yeah. one thing to move I wouldn't wish moving on nobody but moving out of the country and having to deal with you know it around my job and it's just it's a lot but I'm almost there and I'm ready so yeah I feel it that's, so that's it for me right now Jake just talking to her in a room <laughs> so but. so when you so you when you move into Mexico you know? <laughs> right I'll be there Huh, you want to be there? <laughs> Got it. Kind of it is. It is a little far. Keep that passport up to date. <laughs> oh, no. She got that passport up to date. She told me no matter where I'm going. Well, this, if I told her we, access, can get through that, right? we can get through We can get through anything. If we can yeah. get through that hardship, baby, this is the same. Yeah. Nothing. It's, you know, it's, it's, it's just a great, it's very, very lightweight compared mm-hmm. to this is nothing. And so I feel like we're so strong right now, the bond that we have and everything that we have. That we've rebuilt that foundation and it's unbreakable now. So mm-hmm. I'm not nothing can stop us. I'm not, but us. That's that's it. So I'm not even worried about it. I'm excited. Um, we both have you know great opportunities in our lives and things going on. So 
we're gonna make this thing work and we're gonna make it do what it do yeah i love it well thank y'all for coming on i'm your host ashley this has been another episode of the crazy black show i'll catch y'all on the next one